0: Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to episode number 27 in the book of Be With Me. I'm going to title today, I Withdraw My Consent. We're going to get to that near the end. We're in a section where we're talking about the resurrection power of God being brought to bear in our battles with temptation. That is, is my relationship with God good for something practical? And the the point is, is, we're trying to unite ourselves into Jesus' death, both symbolically and sacramentally. That would be done at baptism. And why are we doing that? So that we get power, we get resurrection power to help us with today. I'm gonna to walk through a passage in uh, Romans chapter six, kind of verse by verse and stop and make, make little comments. I'll pick up where we started or where we were yesterday. This is from four. We were buried therefore with him by baptism into death. In order that, just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in the newness of life. For if we have been united with him in death like his, we shall certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. All right, so let me just pause here and there is going to be help on that day. That is the resurrection day. So the power of Christ is going to be applied on the day of our death. And that's all well and good. And this passage mentions it, but really just mentions it. The real point of this passage is not that day. It's this day. It's today. It's the life that we live with temptation. It's the it's the walking we do with these legs and and the question that we're asking is, is a relationship with God good for anything? And we'll find out the answer is going to be yes. All right, verse six. Read along with me in your Bible. This is Romans six, six, if you can. Open it up. We know that our old self was crucified with him in order that he in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. So that we would no longer be enslaved to sin. For one who has died has been set free from sin. So the language here could not be stronger. It's talking about being freed from slavery, set free from sin. That the the work of sin, the body of sin is destroyed, brought to nothing. That the body of sin may be brought to nothing. And no enslavement. This is a, a redemptive passage about freeing the slaves. And what is, it, what is it free from? The necessity to sin. Going on, verse 8. Now, if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. If we died to Christ, when? It's the now. This is the here and now. When are we going to live with him? It's the here and now that this passage primary talk, primarily talks about. Verse 9, we know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. So he's establishing the principle about what, what we're going to rely on. It's this, this reliability of Christ, permanence of Christ. We know that if Christ, being raised from the dead, will never rise again, death had no, no, death no longer has dominion over him. So the features of Christ. For the death he died, he died to sin once for all but the life he lives, he lives to God. So it's, it's talking about, can we apply some of the principles that we get by uh, this associative property with Jesus, that death no longer has dominion over us, sin no longer has dominion over us, and we sort of ride on his coattails here that it counts for us. This is the, the part we talked about a couple days ago where God is doing bad at math. He's counting something that we don't deserve in our favor. All right, so here's the here's one of the big verses for today. So, you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. So Jesus has done all this stuff We get to be a part of this family, and then we consider ourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ. It's this new posture of the mind and soul. So we're considering ourselves, we're thinking about it in a new way, and then we're going to act about it in a new way. And what is the way that we are dead to sin, that sin has no dominion here? That's the one side of the coin. The other side is we're considering ourselves alive to God, walking with the Spirit, indwelling him, welcoming him. Verse twelve. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body to make you obey its passions. So there's this new posture of our actions. Sin is not going to reign. King is. It's not going to be king of this place. And we're asking, who is the king of your the kingdom of your body? Who makes you obey its passion? verse 13 do not present yourselves as members to sin as instruments for unrighteous but present yourselves to god as those who have been brought from death to life and your members to god as instruments uh, for righteousness so we we're, we're the tools we're talking about are our mind our ears our tongue our zipper our wallet our heart and we're supposed to be giving these as instruments, tools, making music to God. And a a pretty question is, what kind of music are we making with the instruments God's given us? And we're supposed to be playing our instrument for righteousness, for the pleasure of God. And the final verse today, for sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. Now, sin is still present, it's still juicy, and it's still temptation, but it is not having dominion, and we are not slaves to it. All right, so I want to talk, if you're frustrated by your sin and you are an unbeliever, that is, you're a, a kid outside of a candy store looking in saying, man, I want that stuff, today is the day. This passage does talk about belief. It talks about being united him with death. That's a that's a code word Uh, for becoming a Christian, being buried with him. That's a code word for having faith in, in the Lord. If you're from the outside looking in, today's the day, believe, yield, access him, bow the knee. And if you're a believer... I think this really just says, hey, wake up and smell the coffee. Access this ongoing help that's available. The old self is crucified with him in order that the body of sin might be brought to nothing. You are not supposed to be enslaved by this. So considering yourself dead to sin— Changing your mind about this and being alive alive to God. Remembering sin is alive and well, we know that, but it's not obligatory. And we withdraw our consent of our members to its obligation to the temptation. I do not submit to this. I am taking my body member away from that temptation of the eye or tongue or zipper or whatever it is. So the call to the believer is act like it, avail this access, be alive to God and ask him for help and stop ignoring this. Consider sin then having no dominion and I'm not obligated to it. I withdraw my consent so I can walk newly and make beautiful music with the instrument of my body.